0: you all need to listen to this and I need to rethink this. And we, and maybe you ask yourself it a couple of times. And if you've already like, you're already like owning the body you're in like, Hey, way to go. Sorry that we sound like we're behind the times. Um, We are working on it. We are works in progress. And, and I love this because whether or not you can just insert instead of, you can also insert, like, where did you learn that you can't be an entrepreneur? Where did you learn that you can't be a good mom? Where did you learn that you can't be a good wife? Where did you learn that you can't be this? asking that question of yourself is really going to actually get to the root of the problem because i have found that a lot of the things that i believe limiting beliefs i believe are other people's yeah.
1: voices yeah isn't that crazy yes. crazy
0: welcome to the be it till you see it podcast where we talk about taking messy action knowing that perfect is boring Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-host is my best friend, Claire Sully, and I, we're going to dig into the robust conversation I had with Jenny Schatzel in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, feel free to do whatever you want to take in the information. I'm going to be honest. You got to listen to it. You should listen to all the guests, but like there's something so fire about her that we all need to listen to. And then you can come back and join us, or you can do it. Backwards, you know, like cliff notes. Um, so, anyways, really quick. um, This we are coming up on, like we're like two weeks away from the hundredth episode. So, everyone, first 100, of all, one hundred. So, first of all, thank you so much. Oh my god, we couldn't do a hundred episodes without you because I would just be talking to myself. Second, uh, so there's going to be a giveaway. So, be watching the Instagram because you can win a really awesome basket of all these goodies and some money. Um so check that out. And then this Saturday, if you're listening in real time, um one of our OPC teachers is teaching her first workout and workshop at um at all my She's doing a jump board workout and then she's doing a jump board workshop you don't have to be a teacher to join. It's just going to be a lot of fun. And then you're going to learn all the things you can nerd out for your own practice or for other people's practice. And that's all on online, Hey, beat listeners, I am here to talk to you about foster care awareness month. It is this may, and you may have remembered our guest, barely Canadian, several episodes back. And their mission to help educate people around foster care in their area and also help support foster care charities. They also have a fosterpreneur program that they're starting this summer at UCLA. And so if you are wanting to support those in foster care, check out Barely Canadian, check out the two charities that they already support. And also get yourself some awesome summer sweaters and know that they are donating part of every single profit goes towards these charities to help support foster care youth. So Take a look, it's May, it's Foster Care Awareness Month and we hope that you are able to get yourself a summer sweater and support those in foster care at the same time. Okay, Claire, normally I ask Brad if we have an audience question, but I felt like maybe since you're our guest, you should get to ask whatever you want. Since I'm, I'm stealing
1: the co-host uh, seat from Brad while he's away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Leslie, I know that you and Brad travel a lot. Um, and I want to know, cause I know a lot about you, but I want to know what is like the one travel thing, um, whether it's an actual tangible thing or something you do to prepare, what is the one travel thing you can't live without? Oh, I know it's a good one, right? This is really good. Okay,
0: I'll take one. Mm Hmm, hmm. I'll give you two if you want. You can have two. Okay, here's what I. First of all, like pre-pandemic, I was a woman who like knew how to pack in 17 minutes, (laughs) and also because Brad and I would trade wearing the same hat, because like I would have clean hair on the way there. And then I would have the dirty hair on the way back. So I would wear his hat and it said like yogi something, Jerome's little yogi, and it's this bright yellow hat. And so honestly, if it was pre-pandemic, I would say that that is like our, we can't live without hat. It comes with it everywhere. So much though, that global entry just recognized us because who comes through with a yellow hat every other week? Oh, that's us. That's us. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Um. No, what I'll say is I really, really love a good moisturizer, good chapstick and a comfortable outfit because everything else you can figure out by Google, all the things, but if you are not comfortable in the outfit you're flying in and your skin is not moisturized and your lips are not moisturized, you're going to be uncomfortable. It doesn't really matter. Um, So that's my thing. Also, if I'm doing long flights because of my food sensitivities, I do pack oatmeal. I pack oatmeal packets, just like the, you know, this the tearaway oh, one. Yeah, because the the air uh the, the flight attendants give you hot water. They give That's you hot so water. Easy. Yeah. I ta- and I pack um peanut butter packets and then I pack a collagen packet. Well, multiple because I pack those for my coffee. So when I fly to Southeast Asia, all the stuff, it's like a 12-hour flight. There's gonna be like three meals sometimes I can't have any of them. Sometimes I have one of them. So I just, I'm like, all right, we got carbs, we got fat, we got protein, boom. <laughs> like, and it's this, it's a meal in a cup. And I just make it. And so that helps me when I like, when I'm on a long flight that I'm like, I'm going to need to eat something. Cause I don't, I don't like eating a power bar. I am no longer 21. That isn't real food. I think given the episode we're talking about, Jenny would agree. <laughs> No, I know she's like we need to that was bad or good, but we also can say what's real. <laughs> I can't. I can't. With I can't. I'm too I need I need to chew my food. It needs to I need a a utensil of some kind. <laughs> so. I I love this. I love this cuz it's like and I was ready for you to ask it for
1: me back. And like I love how like you want tangible things to make yourself comfortable. And I'm like I need to download a meditation because I don't sleep on airplanes. Oh, so that's I download a cool. meditation and I like um, and whether it's just sounds or something like that. And I just listen to the, the meditation and I can put it on repeat and kind of just Zen out.
0: Um, you know, and it's almost as good as sleeping. You are reminding me because I also cannot sleep on plane. Cause I can't sleep unless I'm laying down and mama ain't rich enough for first class yet, but we're going to be until We see it. And so medicine manifests that manifesting. Um, so what, um, I used to have the calm app since I no longer travel. I deleted that membership because I would just use it to play Matthew McConaughey's nighttime story, his bedtime story. Oh my gosh. When I flew to Brazil, I listened to it five times in a row. And so I'd wake up every time he'd stop talking. I put it back on. I to sleep. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm like a baby. Since your <laughs> podcast girl, Lavar Burton reads stories on his like on his oh, podcast. I should and- just
0: download that. They don't have to get a new app. Genius, Claire. Thank you so much. So you, so that's your essential one thing you have to have yeah. the meditation.
1: I mean, I need snacks and gum and moisturizer too, but like the meditation app is like the one that I'm like. Yeah. I I don't like to travel more than
0: like an hour flight or two. You know what? Um, I also find, and this is actually, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, all women. Um, they're talking about rom-coms or something like that, or move like, Oh no, they're telling me like movie airplane, appropriate movies. And like, it was not my favorite female one, but it's in the same company's um, podcast. It's called love it or leave it. And, and people were like, look, you should not be watching your Oscar winning movies on an airplane. You should be watching nineties rom-coms and watching how poorly they age, but they put you to sleep. And that's what you should be watching. (laughs) And I was like, I do that. I do that. Actually. I put on the breakfast club, pretty woman. (laughs) just, I'm like, okay. Anyways, yeah. I do miss it. Brad and my dad, you know, when I talked to them in Singapore, which is like four flights later, I said, oh, Singapore airport has a movie theater. They're like, we've seen them all. We've seen all the movies. <laughs> all right, loves. I want you to be listening in. If you are a teacher or a studio owner, I want you at my house. I mean, I've heard that we had an incredible business retreat here in Las Vegas in March, and it was beyond incredible. And the wins I've been hearing out of our retreaters since they left, it's only been a month, is out of this world, insane, so amazing. And so if you are feeling like you're in monotony mode, that you are stuck, that you're just continuing to be in this hamster wheel and nothing is actually going, or you actually don't even know where to go next, I want you here, okay? I want you in the community, I want you in the container, I want to hug you and also help you with your business and Brad's here. We've got Monica from girl squad and her whole team here to do photos and some amazing adventures in between. So do not wait. You will definitely want to be at our fall retreat. It's October 5th, the 9th. We're already one third sold out the time that I'm recording this. So come on, join us at profitablepilatescom slash retreat, profitable slash retreat. We'll see you in Las Vegas. All right. Well, let's talk about Jenny Shatzall. Yes, Jenny
1: Schatzel, um, a woman on fire for changing the conversation around food, body image, the definition of health. Jenny Schatzel decided to change the structure of her gym, got rid of weigh-ins, restrictive diets, and instead equipped women to live intentionally and move their bodies with confidence. This conversation was so inspiring for me, Leslie. I hope it was in, as inspiring for you to talk to her as
0: it was her. for me to listen to it. Um, I'm so glad that I'm, but I'm so glad you said that because like, you know, um, it can be like, not everybody wants to have this conversation. Um, and not everyone wants to hear me to have this conversation with everybody, but I do, I wanted to bring her on because I really do believe in her mission and her message. And when I, and I said on the podcast, like when I met her, I was like, this woman is on fire. (laughs) She's like, we say in her bio and more people need to hear what she's doing. And she has been some of my, like sometimes my saving grace, her lives make me like her, like little lives make me crack up. So and I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. It was so good. Do you have one thing that you loved about,
1: uh, yeah. talking with her?
0: one thing that you brought? Yeah. Away from? I, I mean, there's so many things we could talk about. Um, also like, please everyone, like I did say this in the podcast, but scroll back through her, like her lives and her reels, because when her daughters are playing in their bedroom quietly and she thinks that they're like just being quiet, little amazing, girls, and she goes in and they've used marker all over their faces and it's picture day. Like, I kid you not. I cried, cried, cried. Uh, so anyways, I, cause I can just like, I know that would have been my sister and I, so like, I know. Um, but aside from all the comedy entertainment and, uh, but, and the way she's really just being honest with all of us, um, I loved when she talked about the line between health and obsession. And I think this is a fine line yeah. and I know for myself, just because of the, the family I've had in my life. And because I was picked up uh, y'all who talk about like the mo- people getting picked up to be a model from a mall. That was me. I was one of those people. And here I was more like, more than a, once, right? More I than feel once. Like that
1: happened. Yeah. <laughs>
0: happened. <laughs> I know. And then I, and then I did get picked out of the gym and I did model. And, um, and also all every single one of those times, no matter how much self-development I did, every single one of them sent me down a place that wasn't really that took health from to obsession because, um, here I was at 13 being told I needed to lose weight. And then in high school, it happened again. And then actually like after college in my early thirties and I was too skinny for commercial, my commercial agent was like, you're too skinny. And my modeling agent's like, you're not skinny enough. And I'm like, well, no one's booking me. So I'm not really sure which way to go. And so, you know, and then because my stomach issues, some things I thought I was doing in the name of health. And then there's also the, you know, I got all the compliments in the world when I was 25 pounds lighter. And I look at those pictures and that is not, I mean, I'm sure it was pretty. It's great. And it's fine. It was not though. You can see I'm tired. You can see like, I I'm not sleeping, like just all these things. And so I, I do feel like I, I struggled a lot through my twenties into my mid thirties on health versus obsession. And now somebody asked me yesterday, I was getting a new tattoo? Everyone. And the woman was like, how healthy are you? And I said, I don't, I don't, (laughs) yeah." she's like, do you drink? And I said, oh yeah, I drink. So is that the line? (laughs) But I I think it's like, you know, everyone is wondering what that is. And I think it's different. I think, I don't know. I feel like the, the definition is what works for you. Like, is it keeping you from going on a trip? Like, can you travel? Can you have a meeting with people at at work? Do you have to always bring your own food? You know, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's
1: interesting too, because she mentioned about how your, your weight or control of your food was, a, was a control thing. And, you know, when we're feeling out of control, we go to our diet and our exercise and try to control that. Cause that's something that gets quick results Yeah, that, yeah. you know, we can cut something out or we can add reps in or whatever, and we can, um, can get control over something like that. And, and it's, it's interesting to watch friends who are on diets or who are, are working out or, or in, you know, new workout routines. And you start to lose like that first 10 pounds, that first 20 pounds, and then they just keep going and they go overboard. Like, yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's just like, you are gorgeous, like stop or, you know, yeah. if it doesn't feel good. Stop.
0: Well, and there's so, so many factors to that. There is the affirmations that come around with that. There is the, um, maybe you're not getting results anywhere else in your life and you're getting results there. So you just keep going. I think it's, you know, I, I think this is where having a, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but having some sort of like journaling practice or having open conversations with friends. And really exploring because the more I got curious about like why, like there became, I remember, I remember distinctly going, am I, am I still trying to get healthy with my stomach or am I, did I switch the goal? Did the goal switch me, you know? And so that really required a lot of thought. And then when this guy actually figured out was wrong with my stomach altogether, and I met another holistic doctor and they were helping me and I was gaining weight, then I had to like, actually have like literal, like almost like changing the chair conversation with myself where I sat in one chair and then I sat in another chair and I sat in another chair because it was really hard for me to know that the weight I was gaining was actually really healthy and a sign that like, I am in good health. Like I'm a, I'm doing good versus like the obsession of like keeping the compliments coming you know? So yeah. it's different. And also like, for sure, as a person in the fitness world, like gaining weight is like something that can be really that if you start to tell yourself a lot of stories. So this is, it's a, it's a complicated talking point and wherever you are on the journey, it's not something that's not good or bad. That's what I think that Jenny was wanting to say here, but I really do have you explore, like, is it really for the health or did you switch? And, and it, and it can happen in an instant, you know? So Anyways, what is one thing that you love that she said? I
1: loved that she said, um, and I'm going to quote her. We say things because I had to rewind and like, uh, it's like it hit me in the chest. Um, And so I I rewound and I I typed it out. Like, I hope this is exact. Um, We say things because we think others are thinking it. And we say it because we want them to know that we know. And she was talking about how she had the client who called herself big and this, Ooh, I felt a little teary right there. Um, this hit home for me, um, because let's you know, you've met, we've been in person so many times I am six feet tall and I am 282 pounds. If you look at me like from a distance, if you look at pictures of me, I don't look like I weigh almost 300 pounds. I am very well proportioned. I am tall. I am beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm a freaking beauty queen. Like I, I know do you are, you do shoot
0: as pageants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I do pageants. I, I am out in the world and being beautiful, but it took me a long time to get to the point where I, I didn't relate my size With big and with my size of being fat because I'm a size 18 and on me, it's, it looks different than most people who are a size 18. And I'm not saying anything negative about anybody of any size, because I don't care what size you are. You're beautiful. Like if you think you're beautiful, then you are. But this hit me so hard because I was the person, I used to make a joke and I'd be like, yeah, I'm just fat. And people would be like, what are you talking about? Like, you are not fat. Like you've said it to me a hundred times probably. And I had to reform the way I said it. Because yeah, I I was calling it out. I was being like, I was the elephant in the room
0: and I was saying, yeah, here I am. Right, um, so that no one else could like think it and like, yeah. like, yeah. So like you could just call it out. So then it was like done. And then, and then, then, yeah. yeah. Or
1: worry about me because I was the bigger one in the room. Like, oh, okay. like, I don't want people to feel uncomfortable because they think I might be uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And, but also you saying that as a joke, part of that, maybe it's because you, I, I don't know, like, I don't want to put words in my mouth, but I also know so many um, women. I have, I have people in my in OPC who do call themselves fat. And I think like they, they are reframing the word and may we all, you know, and I, and I do think it really, this is something that's like really important for all of us to understand. Like I have, I brought on Amy Ladine, and I brought on some other coaches and Jenny Shatzel. And first of all, there's like no good or bad foods. There's just food. Yeah. And then also, like this is it's the interesting thing that the media put in. Like, how come we knew every model's weight and height and size, right? When they were like modeling, because you are six feet tall. There is a size six feet has to be. Like you just (laughs) like you'll fall over. And and so I think like whether or not you feel comfortable like owning the word right now that fat is fine, like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it is all about us like really recognizing that we have to change the conversation we have about our bodies because it is affecting everything we do. and it is affecting the next generation. And so, um, I'm not an expert at this, but I really do want to keep learning it. Cause I, my grandmother was over 300 pounds. So I only knew people were on diets. I just thought all women were on diets my yeah. whole life. I mean, you that's know, sort of our, our mother's generation
1: too. Like our yeah. mothers and our grandmothers were always on diets. And I think the, I, I think you too said this in this, this podcast, like a diet, isn't something it's not meant to be a long-term, like it's,
0: it's not meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Effort. Well, technically a diet is how you eat. So yeah. we're all on diet of some kind. Cause it's like mm-hmm. the way you eat. The, that's, that's just like the definition that I could recall. Cause I remember I said I was on a gluten-free diet to my grandfather and he goes, you're too skinny to be on the diet. Cause he only, <laughs> and I was like, no, it just means I can't have the gluten. That's just the diet. Na- label. And, you know, I think, um, I, I just remember, I, I, I don't recall if we said, but there's the book rethinking thin. And when I discovered where the history of a fee of the female body came from, which was a cartoon character, it really stuck with me. And it also stuck with me when they did these, like these studies, like on which kind of diet is better or the, you know, what was the one where everyone was having bacon this is before keto it was the Adkins oh. Atkins. Yeah. Adkins. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know my, I know my diets. I know what my grandma did and, uh, and, um, versus just moderation. And I just remember thinking, wow, if they've done all this study, all this stuff, and it's not changing based on the food you're eating, then there has to be something different. And I really do think it's how we feel about ourselves and the conversation we have around what we're eating. And and we have to stop working out as punishment for what we ate to yeah. everyone. Working yeah. out as its own thing. It's not brought in on the food. Yeah. Well, Jenny even said, it's not the donut. It's the guilt around the donut. Yeah. So
1: have the donut, but don't feel guilty about
0: it. Right. And isn't it so much more freeing? I can't wait to go have a donut. Yeah. <laughs> know, have one. yeah. Okay. Well, and, you know,
1: I, I gave myself permission a while ago to just eat something like just eat it. Um, if if I want it, like I I know that I'm not gonna go crazy and eat a whole bag of chips, but if if that's what I'm craving and that's what my body wants, I'm gonna eat a whole bag of chips right now and it'll be fine. Highly Tomorrow,
0: recommend I'll eat a these, whole pile of truffle ones. And also nothing wrong with the chips, right? The chips aren't good or bad. It's what you think around them and and why you're you know, like it's just information. Like, why are you grabbing the whole bag? Brad bought some truffle chips everyone and I was like oh I'll just have one I just need one and I like had I was like you better hide the bag because no one needs as much truffle as I'm about to <laughs> I was like Ooh, those are so good I'm gonna <laughs> ruin my dinner
1: <laughs> oh I love a good truffle Of Brad Brad. Um, I feel like I should say the thing that Brad usually says at this point. So yes, let's talk about the be an it action items. So what bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items. I practice that y'all. Can mm-hmm. we take away from your conversation with Jenny Schatzel?
0: Well, why don't you jump on in? That's oh, what Brad does. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Brad. Um, mine was write it out. Um, I loved how the two of you talked about journaling and as a long time listener of this pod, I wanted to jump in and give my thoughts on journalizing, 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 (laughs)
0: Journalizing? Journaling. Oh, that's, it has its own word already. Okay. Ah, I thought, I thought we were like making up a new word, which I love to do and Brad hates, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <Journaling>. <laughs>
1: um, because you, you know, you've been talking about how you've been doing the artist way. I did the artist way long, long, long time ago. I've been a big fan of journaling forever. And I love that you talk about journaling on this pod so much, but I always want to like shout it to the pod people or to the podcasters, the pod people I'm making up more words, um, it's, it's my slide that I'm drinking. It's our
0: potties, right? Like, uh, listen, so you want to shout out to all the potties, <laughs> all the potties.
1: You've got some potties on this cast. Yeah. Um, that like, everybody's like, what, how do I start journaling? Or like the big question around journaling is how do I start? And uh, like, I just remember when I did the artist's way, like the big thing you do is just keep writing. Like, even if you write for three pages, I hate journaling. Journaling is stupid. I hate journaling. I mean, you don't want to be negative, but if that's all you're writing, just just keep writing it, well, and just keep your that's pen
0: until you see it. That's like <laughs> until you see it. You're like, I hate this. I'm doing it because I I know I want to write,
1: <laughs> and, and eventually ideas will start coming. And like I started doing that, and I wrote for two years and ended up writing a novel. So you never know what's going to come out of it. And again, that's a very be it moment, right? So just write, who cares what you're writing. You could write your name over and over and just keep journaling. Anyway, that's mine. I Um, loved it.
0: I love that one. I couldn't agree more. Everyone, my dogs, I've got two of four in this room and for whatever reason you're flapping and no one likes the way the bed is set up. So it's okay. You're a single mom this week. It's fine. Single dog mom this week. It's real. Everything you're hearing is real. Um, yes. And thank you for, for explaining that again, because I think people really need to hear that they have to hear it. Cause I was that person whose therapist was like, you should journal. And I said, okay, no problem. I got a journal. And then a week later I'm like, so this journaling thing, what do you do? How do you journal? And she's like, yeah. okay, you, paper. you are too much of a perfectionist here. You just need to put a pen to the paper. So like she shout out to her for calling me out on my stuff. Um, all right. My favorite thing, <laughs> Okay. This kind of comes from the, the artist way stuff that I've been doing. But when she said, where did you learn that in your body, that your body wasn't good enough? Ooh, this is a beat yeah. action item that she said at the end. And y'all need to listen to this. And I need to rethink this. And we, and maybe you ask yourself that a couple times. And if you've already like, you're already like owning the body you're in, like, Hey, way to go. Sorry that we sound like we're behind the times. Um, we are working on it. We are works in progress. And and I love this because whether or not you can just insert instead of, you can also insert like, where did you learn that you can't be an entrepreneur? Where did you learn that you can't be a good mom? Where did you learn that you can't be a good wife? Where did you learn that you can't be this? Asking that question of yourself is really going to actually get to the root of the problem because I have found that a lot of the things that I believe limiting beliefs, I believe are other people's. Yeah. Voices. Yeah.
1: Isn't <laughs> that crazy? Yeah. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. And also like, duh, of course, that's where we all are. Everyone is just trying to do their best and sometimes harming others. And so anyways, I feel like please write that question down. She had so many, um, the action items though, and Claire and I could probably go on forever because we, we did before we hit record. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we forgot to give people the warning that they
1: should probably turn their, uh, speed down to one,
0: <laughs> one point oh. zero for this one. You know what? Did you hear that on the Helene episode, ladies? This is coming up, and gentlemen. I'm sure there's a few good men listening. Um, my my upcoming guest after the hunted episode, she's like, I'm gonna really try to talk slow. So if I sound abnormally slow, I'm gonna try to talk slow. And I said, Oh, I'm not a good helper for you. I talk fast. So she's like, she's like, we should preface the episode. It's already a set point one point two five, So just adjust <laughs> accordingly. <laughs> I mean, I think Brad said it in the recap that y'all did of my, uh, of my podcast. With you. <laughs> He's like, no, they actually talk that best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. She's, um, by the way, everyone, we didn't say at the start of the show. We probably should have Claire Solly. We actually talked about her in the episode that came out at the time that we're recording this, which was, um, 19. Yeah. So you're episode 19 and we talked about you several times. Um, but especially on the wild honey episode, which number I can't remember, but it has just come out the week of April the 4th. So yeah. Okay. How are you going to use these tips in your life? My love is like, tell us how you're going to do it. Here's how you do that. You actually screenshot this episode. You tag me, you tag Claire, Sally, Claire, what is your Instagram handle? It's in the show notes but what is it, it is,
1: you won't be Solly S O L L Y. Um, and that's my Instagram handle. Um, Y O U W O N T B E S O L L Y. Yeah. Tag me. I so would she, love
0: it. Yeah. My challenge for you is to tag us. Yeah, she just offered you a challenge. So you tag her, tag the Be It Pod, and um, tag Jenny Shatzel with your Be It action and takeaway that you're going to keep after this episode. And also do like share this with a friend who needs to hear it. If you have a friend who's been struggling with changing that conversation and how they feel about their body, how they feel about they eat, what they eat, sometimes it's hard for you to talk to them, but sometimes like they'll hear it from this episode. So share it, text it to them. It's how this podcast grows. It's also how Jenny gets her message out to more people. So until next time, we'll catch you on the next episode. Be it, tell you, see it. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It, Till You, See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day.